the Chair 2 Leaders Podcast with your hosts, Danny Smith and Ben South. If you lead from the second chair or you work with those who do, this is a place for you. We're glad you're here for conversations about the church, ministry, life, and how we can serve better for God's kingdom. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Chair 2 Leaders. I am Danny Smith. And I'm Ben South. We're glad that you're joining us today, and uh, we're recording this um, just early November. Ben, did you get enough October uh, candy uh, on Halloween, and uh, did you get, did you dress up? Did the family do anything theme-wise to dress up? Uh, no, we did not. Uh, our couple of our kids dressed up. One of my daughters was Wilbur. Uh, her life group at church was doing a booth at our Trunk or Treat Festival for Charlotte's Web, and she was Wilbur, I think. And another of my kids was from Alice in Wonderland, and my youngest was a Belle Princess. My senior son, he said, "I'm done. De- I'm done dressing up." So <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, my son, who's a junior in high school, same thing. My younger two, they didn't dress well. One put on like an M&M shirt. The other one put on a basketball jersey, and they called it a night. But <laughs> they walked around, the basically got candy. My That's oldest right. was like, you know what? I'll just eat their candy. I'm not going. And yeah. so uh, it was a fun time. Yeah, we don't uh, – I didn't dress up. I uh, I need to probably do that next year or I, something. But. I, I am of the opinion that adults don't have to dress up, and it's okay. I, like where Scripture says, when I was a child, I spoke as a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. I, I take that approach to costumes personally. I like it. No, I think that's good. I think that's really good. And Yeah, I do the same thing. And, you know, it's funny how at uh, all of the retail stores, in fact, we went grocery shopping on Saturday, and, and we already saw the transition in full-on swing because – if you woke up Monday morning after Halloween, we all know that you're going to start hearing Christmas music, potentially. People are going to start putting Christmas lights up. The debate about Christmas trees and all that stuff happens. And we've talked about holidays. But, Ben, maybe today we could just talk a little bit. Uh, how do we make sure that uh, we don't pass up Thanksgiving? Um, and really, specifically, how do, we, how do we celebrate Thanksgiving well in the month of November without getting swallowed up in all the uh, just generic general holiday spirit and Christmas. Yeah, I think that's a good thing because if we're not careful, the culture has moved on to Christmas already, and Thanksgiving is that one day when we eat turkey and we watch football, and that's about the extent of our Thanksgiving involvement if we're not careful. And and we're even at church. We're kind of moving into full-on Christmas preparations for our outreaches for our ministries. But if we're not careful, we'll skip over Thanksgiving. And I think that starts at the top um, in, in ministry. And maybe if you're a chair two leader in your area of ministry, that you just create a culture of Thanksgiving. I mean, a lot of times we'll do, you know, Christmas gifts for our volunteers or for workers. I mean, there's even an opportunity here at Thanksgiving just to express thanks to your volunteers. I think this is a great time to just go in, give them a small gift, a card. It doesn't have to be a big thing, but recognize your, your volunteers and, and let them know you're thankful for them during this season. You know, that's really good, man. I think you're right. And I think what you mentioned about the Apostle Paul earlier, you know, in every letter that he wrote to those churches, he always made it a point to say, hey, I'm thankful for you and I'm praying for you. And this is a great month to really emphasize it. When you think about the Christmas traditions that uh, we have with Christmas parties and 
uh, you mentioned the gifts, uh, the Christmas uh, concerts and things like that. Yeah, you know, maybe we should really begin to think about what can we do within our ministries as a chair two leader to make sure people know that when November rolls around, hey, here's something that I can I can see our leaders doing for us because it's it's Thanksgiving time. It's they're not rushing on to the next um, you know major tradition, but they've created this new tradition of really living out the spirit of Thanksgiving with their volunteers. Yeah, and it's an easy way to even involve the church because we're coming off of October, which is Pastor Appreciation Month, and a lot of um, churches have done well in appreciating pastors and their staff. And this is a way, even as a leader, you can turn around and express your appreciation for the people that God has put under your care in your church. So make sure you're taking some time to to do that and just take either a, send them an email, a note, quick note, handwritten note, a small gift, something like that. It just go a long way this season. Uh, they normally just kind of gets passed over. Yeah, it, it really does. And, you know, this is also the season that a lot of churches are putting their budgets together. They're having committee meetings for various uh, plans for next year. Um, you know, I've been a part of some churches where that process was done September-ish, you know, into October. I've had some churches where, you know, we hit January 1 and go, oh, yeah, we need to get a budget for this year. So it's that season where sometimes thankfulness can get lost in the shuffle because of just so much going on. Ben, what are some ways, because, you know, you've worked with children, uh, you're in the education discipleship world. What are some ways that you've specifically uh, or maybe some ways that you've heard uh, of really showing that thankfulness to the folks in your church and your ministry. Well, I mean, I, I've alluded to some of them already, but I, I just think it's just taking that moment to just let people know you appreciate them. Even something as simple as just a phone call just for the purpose of saying, hey, I was thinking about you. I'm thankful for you. Glad you're serving in the ministry. It doesn't have to take all afternoon, just a five-minute phone call just to say, hey, thank you for what you do. We uh, we see you. We appreciate you. We value your contribution to the ministry. We couldn't do it without you. Um, it, it really doesn't matter as much what you do because they're I'll be honest, they're not probably expecting it as much in November as they are in December. Because, you know, if you do something, you may do a little gift for volunteers and those things. But in November, it's going to stand out a little bit more. It won't get as lost in the shuffle of the Christmas holidays. So it, just a little thing. And I think when we're in children's ministry, student ministry, encourage them and the kids uh, to think about thankfulness in a way that is God-honoring, that just makes them stop and pause and really dive down into being thankful. And then thankful even as an act of worship to God. Because when we express thanks to others, in essence, we are saying, in a way, we're even worshiping God and thanking Him for the gift of the people He has given us. So you view thankfulness as an act of worship. You know, making sure those folks who give up their time to come along and serve with you is such a, a great reminder that uh, we are a community. We do this together. And, um, you know, when we think about November being an opportunity to do that, it also brings up maybe another opportunity. You mentioned Pastor Appreciation Month. There very well could be some pastors in your area that did not get maybe the appreciation. Maybe it just, for whatever reason, didn't get brought up. And so maybe let's think for a moment, is November also saying thank you to those other pastors that you serve with in your association? We've talked about it several times on this podcast about 
just having that local association of churches. Ben, maybe what are some ways that we can show some some appreciation? And again, I know we just came out of that month, but I'm thinking more peer to peer in this regard. Just that thankfulness for uh, other ministers around us. Yeah, I think you can do similar type thing. Um, I've seen a lot of guys and. and over social media this month just expressing appreciation for different pastors who ministered to them but maybe take one a day and just call another pastor hey i'm thankful that you're serving in town with us that we have a good friendship that i can call you if i have a question or thank you for you know being there helping us at our church thank you for just what the work you do in kingdom ministry so take every day and just write a note of thanksgiving to another leader in town um It'll go a long way just during the season of thankfulness. Because really, when it comes down to us, when we are saying thank you, we really are recognizing that it's God's goodness to us. And it becomes an act of worship. And really, Thanksgiving time is one of those seasons that this should be a natural response of believers for the goodness of God and for what He's given us. It's it's an attitude and a posture of thanksgiving in our life that we... It's a shame we have to have a month in our country that recognizes it, that pushes us this direction, because we really should be people who are responding with thanksgiving just constantly. But it, it's good to have this season when we can pause and really focus in on what are the things that I do have that I can be thankful for. The gratitude that we as believers ought to have can really get diminished throughout just a course of life. You know, there's just a ongoing demand and it's easy to get cynical it's easy to lose sight of and it is it's a great time just to be reminded of the goodness of god to us in our life and you know and that that might even pivot a little bit more just to the individual aspect of it now not just showing it to folks in our church and to other ministers but really just kind of taking that step back because it's easy to get jaded in ministry you know you talk to guys that have just continually been through it and uh just the joy of ministry sometimes is lost and uh and it's and it compounds because sometimes you're around guys who are super joyful in ministry they love what they do and you love the calling you love what you do but just the joy of it sometimes can really go on a uh, an ebb and flow so what a great month um to kind of just take a step back and to recount you know the old hymn count your many blessings i think is always a uh, an apt song to bring in at that point because I, hey let's talk about that song it. what's the next line in that song count your many blessings name them one by name one name them all because some days oh thank you for all the blessings lord but i think we sometimes we do the first part and we just say hey, lord thank you for the blessings but we forget that second phrase yeah, of that song name them one by one but when you start naming the blessings because we, we tend to get depressed. Oh, I don't have anything. Everything's going bad. But when we start naming the blessings, that list grows and grows. We become more oh, aware of the blessings. So don't forget to name them one by one. And that kind of goes towards the folks in your ministry and the folks in your community where you're like, hey, I am thankful. And be specific of how you're thankful for them. Not just I'm thankful for you. Here's how I'm thankful for you. And yeah, we got to name those in our life. And yep. uh, discover. think about that song. It, it'll surprise you what the Lord's done. That's right. That's right. You know, why don't we just sing that right now? <laughs> Go ahead, Danny. You sing. <laughs> oh, well, you know, we want listeners to uh, to make it back this way. But, That's right. Uh, you know, it's funny, though, because these old hymns, you know, sometimes I'll find myself singing a little song like that and, uh, and remembering a season of my life where I had different ideas about music and stuff. Anyway, it's funny how the Lord 
brings things that's back right. to your mind and to your memory. Yeah, that's right. Now, our church, we do something at Thanksgiving. I, I love this. I, you know, Christmas is a great time. Easter is always a great celebration. But our church, in my 19 years here on staff, our Thanksgiving service usually is one of my favorite services every year. And it, we do something different here that we don't do any other Sunday of the year. But we, we take a big thanksgiving offering and that's not why it's my favorite but it's a big just thanksgiving offering we ask our people to give sacrificially in response to god's blessings to them that year but we do it a little differently than every other offering of the year um, and we just had this conversation this week if we're going to go back and do that because of covid we've stopped passing offering plates we just have collection boxes uh, around the church but for thanksgiving what we do we have every person who's there on sunday morning comes to the altar to give their gift. We have, you know, a table um, kind of set up at the front. Every family comes together to bring their gift of Thanksgiving. And we tell people, we say, look, if you didn't come prepared to give, uh, we've got envelopes you can take. If you don't have anything to give, that's fine. Write a prayer of Thanksgiving on there. Write just a blessing of the Lord that you've experienced this year and come give that as an offering of Thanksgiving. And let me tell you, that is a moving, moving service because there have been moments I've been standing there and almost moved to tears because um, I see senior adults who can barely walk hop, coming hobbling down the aisle to give their offering to, to express thanks to God. Um, and you see people who have resources to give extravagantly and some who are probably given their two mites like the widow gave. And they're all coming giving thanks to God. It is such a moving um, act of worship in our church. It's, it's one of my favorite things we do all year. It's simple. It doesn't cost us any extra. Um, but it is just a great time just to see God's people coming. We don't know what everybody's given, but they're coming just saying, thank you, Lord, for your goodness for your blessings on my life, and uh, and even in that offering a prayer of thanks, and just that simple act of coming to the front and giving together. And so we ask everybody to do it. Everybody in the whole room comes around. Um, so nobody's left out. Nobody is um, spotlighted as how oh, they're not doing it or they're giving it. And it's really just a moving time. Now, a lot of times what we'll have is those offering envelopes or cards will have those prayers of thanksgiving and things. And usually our office staff will, will compile those and we'll share a lot of those anonymously if we need to. But it's, it really is a blessing just to see how God has blessed and been good to uh, the people in our church. A lot of things we may not even be aware of or know about the blessings they'll share and the prayers of thanksgiving they offer. So that's one way you as a church, if you want to, could make that thanksgiving time a special uh, day. It, it really is one of our favorite services all year just to see so many of God's people that you know what they've been through all year. You know they've lost loved ones or the, the, the valley they've been walking through and they're still coming and saying thank you Lord because you've been so good to me. That's one simple way you can make it special but don't just skip it. Make Thanksgiving special at your church. Danny have you seen any other ideas or are you seen things that you churches have done to make Thanksgiving special? Yeah, and I, I love what you were just talking about there. That's uh, that's a great idea, and uh, definitely something uh, in the future that I think uh, I'm going to incorporate. That's really really good. You know, one thing we used to do is um, we used to have our Sunday night service before Thanksgiving. We would have, uh, and again, things changed because of COVID. We we for years did a service at the uh, assisted living home where just. Mm -hmm we all went and you know it was really fun there was nothing on our church campus at all but we would have so many people show up to serve food to just sit and talk 
And again, just like you said, people that have just been through every season of life over the last 10 or 12 months who are there giving, serving, being a part, just being reminded, hey, this is this is good. God is good. His blessings are good. So that was always a fun time for us. And, you know, this year, my family and I are looking at some community things to do. And that's another way to encourage your people that not only within the church building and in the life of the church, but this is an opportunity to step outside yourself to go, hey, can we serve? Uh, you know, maybe we can give up part of our Thanksgiving day. Maybe we can give up part of our holiday weekend to go and to serve finding any way to get people to just stop and pause and go, oh yeah, you know what? God has been good. Even in the loss of this family member, even in the loss of a job, God is still good. Again, because we're people that are forgetful. We forget God's goodness in our everyday life. And this is a great season to remember that and to celebrate that and to eat some good food. This is a great opportunity to bring somebody uh, to your house. I will say one quick thing. Uh, Several years ago, we had a gentleman join us for uh, our Thanksgiving dinner. He lived alone and It really was one of those moments where the Lord really opened up a door of witnessing and opportunity. And when I say that this gentleman's lifestyle was completely um, antithetical to who we are and to maybe what the gospel is, but it was a really great moment to to celebrate that day with this guy who would have been alone. And, uh, you know, it's it's opportunities to find people in your church and your community who don't have those people to love them and care for them. Maybe they've, I found out this guy's kind of pushed just everybody away. You know, he's telling the story and you're going, well, some of this, you know, is your fault, but hey, why not, why not try to love those folks and, and uh, just remember God's goodness to them as well. So yeah, good time, good month to really pause and remember. Now, Ben, I do have another question for you (laughs) because it is easy to go right to Christmas. In fact, did you know there's a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving special? I did. It's been a long time since I've seen yeah. it. But yeah, everybody knows the Great Pumpkin and everybody knows the Charlie Brown Christmas, but snuck in there is a little Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. And so maybe that's the microcosm of what we're talking about. But <laughs> I, I do have to ask you, okay. have you started listening to Christmas music yet? So, yes. Actually, today was the first day. I have the rule. I think I have shared this rule before, actually, on here. Maybe not. But I I listen to Christmas music after Halloween, but only on days that have a T in them before Thanksgiving. I had a friend years ago who, that was his policy. I, I, I think... Uh, he it may be a kind of a change on that, but it's a, so I listen to Christmas music on days that have a T in them before Thanksgiving. After Thanksgiving, it's every day, but it, it gives yeah, a good absolutely. balance. Well, that's good. That that is a good balanced approach to it. Hopefully, we didn't lose many listeners there. <laughs> and uh, man, I tell you what, it's uh, it's going to be a fun next six, seven, eight weeks, and we just encourage um, those that are listening find a way uh, between now and Thanksgiving both for yourself, your family, your church family, those that you minister with, others in your area, find ways to celebrate God's goodness over the next couple of weeks and uh, keep joining us here uh, for other uh, tidbits like how to listen to Christmas music well. Uh, Good balanced approach. Go be thankful this month. Glad you were joining us. Hope to catch you next time. You've been listening to Chair 2 Leaders. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest updates, and make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to Chair 2 Leaders wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening.